You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Welcome, everybody, to BNI, the Australian Story. This is episode number 30. My name is Veronica, and I'm here with our director consultant, Mr. Brent Edwards. Happy 30th, Brent. Fantastic. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? We got there. We've, uh, you know, it didn't matter if it rained, if we had COVID-19, whatever was going on in the world, we still managed to put out this uh, podcast every week. So high five to you on the other side of the screen. Thank you. High five to you too, V. Well done. So, um, but we've uh, we've got a different podcast here today and we're going to actually do an interview with one of our high achieving chapters in Australia today. So, uh when we get into that, uh, there'll be something a bit different for everyone. I'm excited about that because anyone who's listening and a BNI member will know that we're coming up to the leadership changes. Uh, so it's going to be great today to share this podcast with anyone that is going out of their role or coming into the role. In fact, why don't you just share it with every single person in your chapter? I think that's what we need to do. Anyway, why don't you why don't you introduce our, uh, our guest for us? Yeah, without further ado, do, we have uh, two members from the BNI Aurora chapter. Now, the BNI Aurora chapters in Brisbane North. It's a it's a nationally owned chapter. Uh, they've just recently celebrated 15 years as a BNI chapter. So, if you're in a fairly new chapter um, that's been around for a couple of years, 15 years is a great achievement from the from the one chapter. So, we have the president Vicky Parker with us today. We have Gary Somerville, the secretary treasurer. And we have Avi Sequera, their director consultant. So we've got on this podcast, we've got V, Steve, and myself in Victoria, Vicky and Gary in Brisbane, and Avi is coming in from South Australia. So we've nearly got the nation covered today during this recording. So welcome everyone, welcome along. And I had to get B and I Aurora on the podcast because we see the national traffic lights. And they are at the top. And for our listeners today, there is 244 chapters nationally, and BNI Aurora is number one in the chapter traffic lights. So great effort, guys. Well done. So I thought we'd get these people on board to share their success, give our members some tips on what their chapter does, because a lot of people don't really see V that, you know, they think. Their chapter's the whole BNI world, but they, there's a big BNI world outside of that. And, uh, you know, a lot of chapters say, oh, we can't do this, we're different. But we're all working within the same system. But some groups work it better and some groups get a lot more business from working it better as well now. And before we go to our guests, I'll just talk about some of their stats in the last 12 months. So if you're thinking about your chapter, compare it to this. In the last... 12 months, BNI Aurora has passed $3.7 million in business. Wow. They average 15 visitors per month. They have logged over 2,600 hours of CUs and they've done 4,384 one to one. So it's average, they average seven per month per member. And that is why they are number one in Australia. 
Absolutely. So that activity and the closed business that comes from that, and I believe currently there are 52 members. So welcome, Vicky and Gary, um, and with and Avi, of course, and with our guests today, we'll just go around the room and we'd like to know how long you've been a member and how you found out about BNI and who introduced you and what your category is in business. So, Vicky, would you like to start? Yeah, thanks, Brent. Um, so, such a pleasure to be on here today. Um, okay, so I, uh, I, my husband actually uh, and I do this business, and he, when he was looking for networking groups, he went online, he researched them, and he found BNI. Uh, he found there was there wasn't very many chapters that had a vacancy in our category, but he found BNI Aurora. He went there and he joined straight away. I think he went once and he joined. Um, I took over from him three years ago. So I was invited really by my husband. Uh, our, yeah. Vicky, what is, Sorry? Your, what is your business category? Uh, uh, nutrition category. Right. And, uh, yeah, so I was invited by Claude. Okay, fantastic. And, uh, Gary, what about yourself? Um Yes, I've been a member of uh, BNI for about two and a half years now. Uh, absolutely loving, loving the BNI experience, and have certainly embraced it fully into our business. Um, I run a bookkeeping business. I found Aurora through a business partner. My, I'm a part owner in an electrical contracting business of all things, um, and he was in the chapter, and he said. You know, you have to come along. You just you will you will do really well out of this chapter. You're a perfect person for for BNI, and so I went along and um, and I really enjoyed it, and I loved the relationships, and yeah, we've sort of just gone from there. All right, fantastic. And we've only just had the VP of the chapter, Lauren Atkinson, join us. So welcome, Lauren. And you just snuck in at the start of our podcast. So. Um, would you like to tell us how long you've been in BNI and how you found out, please? Sure. Uh, I actually just got my four-year ribbon in the mail, so I'd like to say four years. <laughs> um, and how I found out about BNI was I was at a different networking group with networking group with a bunch of other designers, and they said, um, you know, if you want more clients, you should join a networking group, something like BNI or Chamber of Commerce. And I said, "What's BNI?" And I googled it and I invited myself along to the chapter that happened to just be around the corner from my house. So, yeah. Fantastic. And uh, and also, Abby, uh, your B&I journey started in the sub- subcontinent and you've ended up uh, being in Australia. So tell us a little a quick snapshot of your journey for those people who may not know. So thanks, Brent. Uh, you know, today is a, is, a, is a landmark day for me because I actually finished two years of being in Australia today. You know, I I landed in Australia on the 26th of August 2018, and so you know, really a really proud moment for me to be here with you guys. Uh, My BNI journey started in 2011 when I joined as a member, Uh, and you know, it continued being being on the leadership team for three terms, uh, being on the director team before I planned to come to Australia, and. and I met Frederick a week before I could come here. And that's been my BNI journey, you know, and, and just move from one family to another. So I just plugged into this family here and, uh, you know, I, I feel like home. So thank Fantastic. you for, for this. Thank you. 
And we expect you to have a beer and a meat pie to celebrate today your two years of being an Aussie. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, guys. So I'm really impressed with uh, with your chapter at the moment, like 52 members, top of the traffic lights. And from what I can see from the stats I've been given, um, that's been a bit of a journey from the last 12 months uh, when you were you know, in, this, in the 60s and 70s, uh, just over 12 months ago. So, uh, Vicky, what, what do you think are some of the main things that your chapter does really well to get your chapter where it is in the in the member tra- sorry in the chapter traffic lights to achieve your success? Uh, well, I don't think it's just this leadership team. I think it's the last at least the last three. So we've been really building um, consistency around the systems and processes. Really, just working with what BNI offers us and offers and sticking to that system. So I think first of all it's the system and just following it. Uh, but I also think one of the things that really um, I think has helped propel us is that we've we've got some very strong leaders in BNI Aurora. You know that they're, they're and quite a few of them have have done extra training. You know they're ex ambassadors, ex directors, or current directors. And that brings a level of knowledge that takes us forward quicker, I think. Um, and so, yeah, we've got we've got that that level of leadership. We've got good communication. We've got open communication within our leadership team. And of course, now we've got a director consult who's actually really tuned in on um, some of those processes and just guiding, just this kind of constant. Just move back this way. So we've just been following and working really well together, I think. I think that's a really good point you made that, well, one, it, like this doesn't happen overnight. It's 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 a result of doing the right thing over a long time and, and doing those slight edge things within your chapter and, and making sure everyone does those little things and also having those on-field leaders. And it's like a, uh, you know, you, you look at successful sports teams Successful sports teams have a lot of on-field leaders, uh, and you know it's not just the coach leading them. The message is going, you know, going around on the field as well. And those teams with those on-field leaders keeping everyone else accountable because they know what to do right and what's the right thing to do out there without having to hear from you know one or two leaders. They're a lot more successful. So um, Gary, um, you know the BNI processes. Um, are really well followed within your group by the looks of it. So um, how's that work around setting yourself chapter goals? Um, I think, well, first of all, in terms of chapter goals, I mean, when we sat down at the start of the year and set ourselves a stretch goal of what we thought was a stretch goal of $3.5 million in thank you for closed business, um, it... You know, it's blown us away that we've been able to achieve that with with some time to spare, um, and I think it really does just come down to systems. Um, when we drive, when we drive things like CEUs, when we drive things like visitor numbers, and I think you know our visitor host team are the best in the country. There's no risk about that, um, and I've visited a few chapters now. Um, that you know, just driving those key KPIs just just drives the result. So um, it just you know we say it all the time: focus on 
focus on you know the journey and the and the and the destination takes care of itself and um and that's pretty much you know what we've what we've done i like to see with uh with goals when we talk about goals and we see some chapters set a goal saying we want to make this much but they don't reverse engineer that goal to see what they have to do to actually make that goal so a lot of the time it's Okay, if we want to make this much, uh, this much, what's our average referral value? How many of those do we need? How many one-to-ones do we need to do to get those referrals? How many CEUs do we need to do to to upskill our members so they know what they're doing to make sure the conversion rate on those referrals are good? And how good is our visitor host team? Because your conversion rate in your chapter is wholly and solely up to your visitor host team on how well they actually work that role and how well they actually follow up as well. So uh, as you can see, um, you know, 50 odd member chapter, if you get those things in place. So um, Lauren, I just wanted to ask you, as a leadership team, there must be really strong communication between you. Um, A lot of chapters, you know, don't bother doing their chapter success meetings. Um, How's the communication between your team and, and, and running a chapter that big you know, what are the things you have to do to make it work? Um, so you can take it down to the basics. We've got a Facebook page and we've also got a Slack channel that our chapter uses. We like Slack because uh, you can search for previous posts and things that people in our Facebook sometimes sometimes hides things. Um, but communication overall, I mean, every chapter's culture is different, but our chapter full of strong leaders, they need to see the reason why we're doing something and why they should bring a visitor and why they should do a CEU point, what's in it for them. And so that's sort of the angle we took communicating with our chapter to try and bring people up into the green. It's like, well, if you're in the green, um, you're going to be making more money because you're following the systems that BNI put in place. You signed up for this system to grow your business and we are here to help you follow the system do that. It's not about KPIs and performance managing people. It's literally helping them make the most of their investment. And so, yeah, the, the whys and, and the hows to get what they want rather than you didn't do your one-to-ones this week. It's, it's the approach you take and, and showing the love, really. Um, and our chapters obviously responded really well to that attitude. So it's more than guidance than a stick and, uh, and letting people know the why to do it. And, uh, you know, and one of the great motivations is staying to get those results out of a chapter and sharing that success and people can start to see. And if your chapter's struggling a little bit at the moment, if you're listening to this, getting that why in place and sharing those small wins along the way and sharing that with the group will really help them say, yes, this is working. We're going to put a bit more into that. And obviously, uh, Abby, how long have you been the director's consultant for this group? Has it been a couple of years since you've been here? Uh, I guess it was October last year. When, when I, uh, you know, joined in as a DC. And it's been uh, a real journey with these guys. And, and, you know, as I say, in my opinion, the leadership team really knows what they want. And the, and the director's job is to really get them to stuff. You know, they already know the goals. They know the chapter culture. And, and, and the job of the DC is to really support them in, in making sure that they win. And, and like Wiki said, you know, uh, sort of moving them around their goals and supporting them. But in my opinion, you got to be hands off. You know, you can't micromanage a chapter. And, and especially with, when it comes to Aurora, we've got 
these three on the leadership team who exactly know what they want. And, and, and like Wiki said, we've got some members in the chapter who've been around for a long time. So, you know, it's really a pleasure working with these guys, uh, you know, ensuring that they really win and, and get, get the chapter goals in place. What I really like how these guys actually use you as a resource in the chapter and they use a director consultant as a resource. Um, we have some chapters that think a director consultant is a B&I spy <laughs> coming in and it's going to uh, scold them if they do the wrong thing or they're not following the system. But uh, your B&I director consultant and your ambassador are there for guidance and they're there to actually guide you the right way to do things. They're there to be a sounding board and they're there to support your members. They're not a spy going back to report that you didn't that you missed this part of the agenda. Uh, you know they're there for guidance, and you, you know that's what they need to be used for. And we see some people actually say, "Oh, or you know the B and I directors turned up. We better do the right thing here today." Well, the only thing you're hurting there by doing that is your own hip pockets. I like to say um, because you won't be making anywhere near as much money as as you possibly could. So, um, Vicky, um, with uh, new members coming along. Um, what's the, what are the sort of things that the, I'm interested in? What what sort of things the chapter does to uh, in the member on ramp with those new members and and how they actually get on board them into the chapter? Yeah, it's um, it's really important. And uh, we've had a mentor coordinator this year uh, who. You know, when, when he was invited into the leadership team, he just had this uh, vision of how he wanted to uh, get them through the passport program and he's put together a great, just a system of communication with them. I mean, that's we've improved that over time. Um, but essentially what happens is there's that first, he reaches out directly uh, to them. So you've got the visitor host team who kind of, you know, gets them over the line and then the membership committee who, who approves them, and then we've got the communication process of making sure that they um, are uh, oriented into our chapter. But we've got, you know, we've got mentor, the mentor program, so immediately that's the focus, is connecting, learning about the chapter tools, um, learning about how to do their one-to-ones, giving them some resources on that. And we're now working on... Um, because with Zoom we're not meeting, we're, we've created our um, contact spheres where we can meet in person in small groups and we're putting our new members directly into there so they can have that connection with people and start developing those um, business relationships. Uh, yeah, so I guess, I don't know, someone else might want to chime in about what else we do there, but essentially what we're wanting to do is wrap them around, wrap our arms around them and say, you're part of us, we want you to be making money, we want you to, we, we really want you to connect quickly with the people who are most important to you to, to build your referral base. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say at the end there, but you picked it up, is we put them in touch with the people that they should meet first and make sure that they start getting the most benefit from them as fast as they can. Um, and then the passport or mentor program, um, we follow really well. Our mentor coordinator is really good at getting them set up on that and following up and making sure that they're doing it on time. Well, that's to add to what Lauren was saying about honing in, you know, one of the things that we try to make sure is that there's a half a dozen people within the chapter that will make the most difference to them. And if we can build, if we can get them to build those relationships with those people, they start to get some early wins 
and they start to, to see some progress. And then they can expand their network out to, to other members of the chapter. But identifying those those first half a dozen is, I think, really, really key. I really like that. And if you get some early wins, they're more likely to actually stay on with you because they're getting those wins straight off and they can see that they can achieve success. At, you know, um, They can see what success looks like in the chapter. And if they don't get those early wins, they might get you know, six or eight months into their membership and think I'm not really getting a return out of this, um, you know, I don't think I'm going to continue. But uh, getting those early wins, really good for chapter retention. And being a big chapter, you need really good member retention. V, you were going to say something. I just, I'm, I'm passionate about visitor hosts because I, I have been one and I, and I love that. And I think if you get an opportunity to be a visitor host, understand that you're getting the opportunity to expose yourself and your business to every single person that comes into the room. The other side of that too is that you're also um, you're so busy looking after the visitors that you don't get that chance to network. And just listening to what you're all saying then, I just think it's important that anyone who's listening that's going into a new role, even if it's not in leadership, every single role is vitally important to the success of the chapter. So you may not have all the visibility straight up, like the event coordinator might only be doing that once a month, for example, but when that once a month event comes along, the culture is really important. You've got a really important job. So I think just from what I'm hearing is that you've got a really holistic view to every single person who's doing something in your chapter, and I love it. I just think that's a good lesson for anyone who's listening, that every role that they're taking on is going to be vital to the success of that chapter. I definitely agree with you. Um, the visitor host team in particular is so important for a chapter. I've seen um, other chapters make the mistake of thinking the visitor host team is a great place to put new members as it's an easy role, it's seen as. Um, but for us, you know, that the visitor host team may be one of the only points of contact for our entire chapter for a visitor that just comes and goes. So if their attitude, if their professionalism, if their knowledge isn't on point, then it reflects poorly on all of us. So the visitor host team is nearly one of the most important roles that you can have on a leadership team, despite how easy it can be seen to be. So I definitely agree with you on the visitor host team. Yeah, and you guys get about uh, three visitors a week on average across the month. So, um, you know, those guys have to be active. You know, they have to, you know, know what they're doing. And obviously with the size you are, your conversion's quite good. What would you say to... Uh, a, a chapter, like we see chapters who are around that 30 mark and they say, oh, we don't want to get too big, we're cosy, we like that. Oh, I, I don't know how we're going to handle having 50 in the room or how we're going to handle having 60 in the room. What are we going to do? We're going to cut down our presentations. Oh, that's going to get us less business. What would you say to uh, to someone thinking in that sort of uh, in that sort of space? Well, that was me, Brent. That's what I was wondering if you were going to admit it. <laughs> I didn't want to get too big. You know, actually, I'm I'm a um, I'm not an introvert, but I, there's part of me that doesn't like um, too big a groups. You know, not like huge groups. And uh, I was very happy to sit around the 40, 45 mark. And, and then, you know, in the previous leadership team talked about growth. And I'm like, why do you want to grow for? Um, but I've learned, I've learned a lot, you know, and uh, as soon as I came into the president role, one of the things we talked about was growth, obviously. Uh, and what I would say is it's about, um, and Abby talks about this a lot, so I'm just going to use your words, Abby. Um, it's about equal opportunity for everybody. Now, I'm in a nutrition category. We're very small. The health category in our chapter is tiny. 
And um, we want to grow, and I've decided now I really want to grow that because that actually provides benefit to my customers and my clients and it will provide benefit to, you know, uh, our wider chapter because they'll be able to use the services of our health. So for me, growth is about ensuring mm-hmm. that every member is in a power team that supports them uh, and you can't do that at 30. Like you do have to have this strategy clear, I think, in growth because we tried it in Aurora and it fell in a hole and we're trying to pull it, you know, we're trying it again and trying to do it much more um, thoughtfully, do it by design. Quality over quantity too. Yeah, quality over quantity and having a clear strategy about how we grow. So we're not growing for the sake of growing. We don't want to be big for the sake of being big. We want to be solid. We want to be foundationally solid so everybody's supported. My brother, my brother has a uh, who's also in BNI because I love it so much. I get all my family involved as well. Um, he's got a fantastic saying, and he says, "The bigger the problem, the bigger the paycheck." Mm-hmm. And I think it, it definitely rings true when you think about BNI. People say, "Oh, I don't want to go to the trouble of inviting a visitor because I, you know, I've got enough work." But they don't realise, you know, me as a celebrant, I've got a very small contact um, power team in mind. So bring that visitor for me. Yeah. Because it's a big, it's a good problem for me to be able to earn more money because you've brought a visitor into the room. So I think um, you know, growing is is exciting when you think about what it can do for everybody else in the philosophy of BNI. Everybody gains. Uh, and it, it gathers its own momentum. You know, at, you know, when we're talking about some of the the closed business that some of our members have had over the last twelve months, um, it just it gets visitors excited. Like. The comments we get afterwards is all around all the I have stuff, you know, all the I have stuff. It, there was, you know, a lot of our guys don't even talk too much about their own businesses anymore. They just just spend their 45 seconds talking about I have and they're getting a much better response from visitors saying, I want to be a part of that person's network, you know. So I think that's really important. Yep. Yeah, yeah. One more thing I wanted to ask you guys, uh, events outside of the group. Uh, does your chapter build relationships outside the normal meeting through other events, through social events or or group trainings? Uh, Lauren, maybe you can tell us a bit about that. Yeah, sure. Um, our events coordinator this year has been quite active, so that's been really nice. Um, we've got a real mix in our chapter of, of parents and then of young kids and then parents of older kids. So um, it has been tricky sometimes to try and find an event that everyone can can go to um, all together. So instead we split it into sort of family-friendly events like picnics or park barbecues or maybe at someone's house. Um, and then um, there's a there's a local large um, events venue near us where we usually host our meetings that has a beer garden. So sometimes on a Friday afternoon we'll just do a quick meet, meet up there with everyone after work. And so different types of events that it can include all the members of the chapter rather than saying, you know, the second Saturday of the month at the pub is our regular event. That, that wouldn't work for our chapter. There would be people that were always excluded from that. So, again, it, it falls into that holistic view that we had of just trying to make sure everyone feels the love. Fantastic. And uh, don't uh, forget our, hat, our hat, hat party on Zoom. Oh, our hat party on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that's a uh, common meeting stimulant uh, on Zoom, <laughs> that, the, uh, the hat party as well. And we might just finish off with uh, with Avi before we close it up because we are running low on time. 
Abby, uh, it's been mentioned to me that quite a few of the team in Aurora have actually decided to go on to the director and ambassador team for the region. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because people uh, may not know what opportunities there are in the director and ambassador team. Uh, you know, that's that's what Ricky covered, that we do have a lot of ambassadors and directors. In fact, Lauren, Gary and Ricky are all on the director team in Brisbane North. And it just makes working a privilege and a pleasure because you, you're already speaking to members who are, who are trained in, in that. Uh, but having said that, you know, the what I think is that when you come onto the director team, there's a whole new world opened up to you to explore and 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 you know grow your own business, you know, uh, and and that's an opportunity for members to come into the team because not only now you got your chapter members, but you got directors in the region and all across the country where you could now network. So, so being a part of this team is also a journey in in learning, but it's a journey in earning. So that's what I'd like to say. I love that. I really love that. And actually being on the director and ambassador team for your region is the only way you individually can be in more than one BNI chapter. That's a bonus. Okay, Absolutely. guys, and uh, thank you very much for, for being with us today. Great effort being at the top of the uh, at the top of the traffic lights uh, for last month and, uh, and a few months earlier, but you always seem to be in the top five uh, since September last year. So that's an absolutely awesome effort. Uh, you're running a great B&I chapter by the looks of it, and we wish you every success. Maintain the rage out there. Uh, Veronica, what a great group. It's a great group. And just very, very quickly to finish off, if I can just ask a quick question to all of the three of the leadership team. What, and we'll start with Vicky. What is one piece of advice you give to an incoming president at any chapter? Oh, I say practice before you start. Practice, practice, practice. And actually one of the things I did which I helped me greatly was to meet with um, other people, like always have a hand over the previous, but meet with your director consult. I met with Frederick. I met with Lisa uh, Thomas. So that all helped me get a clear context of what the role was. Beautiful. Gary? Uh, yeah. For for me, it's really about bodies in motion. We we have a lot of bodies in motion at Aurora sharing the load and the more bodies in motion you can get in your chapter, um, the, the more successful it will be. And, Lauren, what's your advice for the incoming Treasurer Secretary of a chapter? For the incoming Treasurer Secretary of a chapter, communication is key. Um, having that ability to say to people, hey, how are you going? And being open and listening to them when they have um, something come up, that's, that's what we need. And, you know, for liaising with the venue as well. So quick and efficient um, communication was key for me when I was treasurer. Thank you so much. And, and on behalf of everyone in BNI, thank you to all of our leadership teams and membership committees and everyone who's been doing a role in the last 12 months. 12 months is not easy sitting at the helm of anything. And uh, I know in BNI we're always working hard for each other. So thank you on behalf of everyone in BNI to all of those people who are outgoing. And uh, good luck to everyone who's coming in to the new roles. It's an exciting time when it's changeover. Yeah, thank you so much for having us today. Yeah, thanks for the invite, guys. Really appreciate it and loving your work. So lovely being here. Thank you.
Yeah. So, Brent, we've taken a little bit longer today to do our episode number 30, but I'm just going to go straight to it. What is your tip for success this week? Well, I think it was worthwhile what we discussed with this particular chapter, especially with leadership team changeover and what those people actually need, uh, the new teams need going forward. So, so because we've gone over a little bit late, a quick tip for this week. When doing a one-to-one, pick someone you have not given a referral to yet and do a focus one-to-one with them. You don't know what areas you may be opening up, not just for them, but for you as well. That's a great tip. Thank you very much, Steve, our producer, making sure everything runs smoothly, especially on Zoom at the moment. Thank you, Vicky. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Avi. You're a quiet achiever, always listening, but in the background doing a lot of work, and we really appreciate it. Thank you. And, Brent, we'll see you same time next week. Thanks, everyone. See you then.